0: Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it.
1: He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all
0: set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers? And welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Baskin. My name is Andrew Baskin, and welcome to the podcast where for 150 episodes... Holy God, 150 episodes, we've helped you lose money in about 30-ish minutes. On this episode, we'll be discussing our favorite ways to lose money on the NFL week 14 and a little sprinkle on UFC 282. Kind of crazy week 14 too, six teams on by, I don't know where the hell they were thinking on this one. Week 13, just a week ago, two teams, week 14, six teams. This is a long, this is the latest, excuse me, into the season in which they've had buys like this. So I, I'm not really too sure what they're thinking. And, you know, to be honest, should hypothetically be a more chaotic week to gamble on. It's it's a tougher week with all these teams out and you're thinking ahead, you oh, know, for fantasy purposes and all these kind of things. But you know what? There's a lot of lines that I really like this week. A lot of lines that I am really crazy about. So let's lose some money. Let's bet on the NFL with our three guests. The Pants Roddy Prince with his safe and spicy picks of the week. Charlie Chalk coming up second with his lock of the week, and third, the gambler with his tease of the week. Let's get to it. Guest number one, the Panzerati Prince.
2: Bet number one.
0: Coming on first to make his safe and spicy picks of the week is the one, the only, the Panzerati Prince. Panzerati Prince, how you doing? I'm doing great, Andrew. How you doing? I'm doing just fine. We had good weeks last week. We're excited to be making some picks for football. I will say, I kind of said it off the top, there are more games this week that I'm really excited to make picks on than other weeks, including all these incredible buys that we're on, which is so stupid. But uh, but l- let's do it. Let's lay it on me. Where are you going to go with your safe pick of the week?
3: Well, it's funny because, like, what's safe and what's spicy in the NFL, right? Because I, I continue, in previous weeks and last week, I I hit on my spicy and I don't hit on my safe so it kind of just makes me think that every single pick in the NFL is safe and every single pick in the NFL is also spicy. Yeah. Yeah. If the if the Colts can beat the Chiefs, anyone can do anything, Andrew.
0: Oh yeah. That I'll always remember that game because that is the that is the survivor pool Armageddon of everybody's life, where like yeah. oh yeah, fifty percent of the whole thing just vanished. It was like a Thanos type situation. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, the league has never been more for parody, which at the same time is great because it's fun because everything can happen every week. But if you really do try and take a go of this gambling thing and try and make money instead of just trying to have fun with it, boy, can it be frustrating sometimes. Oh yeah. So let's add to the frustration. <laughs> I'm going to
3: go with my safe to Sunday night football and I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins at minus three and a half against the Los Angeles San Diego charges. Um, <laughs> this seems too low to me. Yeah. I understand that Miami lost last week and they lost to the 49ers. Um, it seems like that game was maybe a little bit of a blip in the radar and I really sure. trust Me, the person who is not a Tua believer, is starting to trust the Dolphins, and I just – I don't think the Chargers are very good. I mean, that defense is god-awful, and I think Miami is going to have their absolute way with them, and I understand that L.A.
0: is starting to get a little healthier on offense.
3: I just don't think they're going to be able to keep up with Miami.
0: No, I, I I'm going to talk about this game in a little bit here, but I'm I'm on the same side of you are. I think the thing that makes people worried is that there's injuries to Waddle, there's injuries to Tua, there's injuries uh, to Armstrong left tackle. So like the, you are looking at that and you're like, mm, okay, that's not bad. But if you want to talk about injuries, the Chargers, holy god, yeah. you'd have tr- you've struggled to name some of the players on the team right now. It's brutal what they're putting out there.
3: Yeah, and you know what? I, I understand we all want to talk about Herbert's mechanics and how he's just like the God's greatest arm ever. He looks like he is just panicking. Off the, and I'm it not really saying panicking that. and making bad decisions. It just seems like he's constantly under duress. Yeah, yeah. And I think Miami is going to be able to continue to make him under duress. Yeah. And and I just, a team that just lost to the Raiders, I understand the Raiders are coming back and yeah. starting to get something positive in the season going. But it just, uh, this one seems too low. It's my favorite pick of the week.
0: Yeah, I don't blame you. We're recording this before the Thursday night football game, so we'll see how much the Raiders are coming back. Uh, you know, in a couple of minutes here. Oh but yeah, true. <laughs> I, I I'll agree with you. I agree with you though, and I will just say too, the biggest thing about this game was that it opened Dolphins minus one, and uh, it number just got raced. And I I bet you you're three and a half. You're going to see four and a halfs on the market eventually too. I jumped it at two and a half. Um, which I'm really happy about under the field goal, but it's not one of my picks of the week just because it's kind of a minor bet that I was just trying to just trying to put some money on before I saw that yeah, slipping through my fingers. So there you go. Your safe pick of the week minus three and a half dolphins overchargers. Okay. So for my safe pick of the week, I'm going to be talking about the jets and bills. So over the past six weeks right now, currently the line is nine and a half uh, plus nine and a half for the jets over the past six weeks, Buffalo is ranked eighth in offense and DVOA and 14th in defense. Now, ate this perfectly good, but it's a far cry from this like juggernaut Super Bowl favorite Buffalo Bills. Oh my God, they're dominating everyone. And during that stretch, the Bills have also had one score victories over the Browns Lions and losses to the Vikings and these exact same Jets. That's a little interesting. New York's defense has been outstanding, and their pass defense has been particularly great. Sauce Gardner is tough, and a physical matchup, especially for Stephon Dinks, who they rely on so, so very much. And the Jets' pass defense is a perfect antidote to Josh Allen, especially when he continues to make mistakes, especially in the red zone. You know, with the two good defenses, man, that under-44 kind of looks tasty. The Jets' game had gone uh, under that six times in a a row before Sunday, and the Bills' games were at 44 or below in the eight of the past 12 games, so... I am going to be taking the under 44, but that's just a sprinkle. My real bet is going to be the New York Jets plus nine and a half. And I think it's really that hook too. Nine and a half is a lot of points, especially for a team that beat them a couple of weeks ago. I really don't understand the nine and a half. I think this is going to be a close game. I still think the bills are going to win, but nine and a half seems like a lot of points. I'm going to take the New York Jets plus nine and a half against Buffalo bills.
3: Yeah. I love this pick. I was actually going to take this game as well, but I thought you would think I would be slapping you in the face with it. (laughs) So I refrained, but you went ahead and did it yourself. Um, I know. Yeah. yeah, whenever you see two over 500 teams that are in the same division and the line is that large, yeah, that's, uh, that's a red flag to me. It's just uh, divisional games are much closer than we always think they're going to be. Right. And I understand that coming into the season, we would never have thought that the Jets would be able to keep mm-hmm. it close against the Bills, let alone yeah. beat them like they did a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this defense just seems to be putting on a clinic every single week. And now they've got a little... Uh, a little pizzazz behind them and Mike White. So we'll right. see. Yeah, the Bills, I mean, yes, they're winning and yes, the they're, they're what? Back their back is the one seed right now?
0: Yeah, they're back as the one seed in the AFC. It just
3: yeah. it doesn't seem like they are blowing teams out in that juggernaut nope. fashion that we thought they would be week three, week four,
0: week five. Um so yeah, I-, I love the pick. You know, it's, I think it's, I think it's two things right now. The, the bills just beat the shit out of the Patriots, but that is now been a, a reoccurrence over the last four games, the last four times the Patriots and bills have played, which makes me so happy. But I, mm, uh, but, and I think the, the jets play great. You know, they lost the Vikings and it looked really lucky and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, funny enough, when the bills played the jets a couple of weeks ago, uh, Zach Wilson was the quarterback and, and that was awful. And it was a brutal game and whatever, lots of, lots of bad things had to happen for that, for the jets to win. But Mike white being in the only bad game as a starter he's ever had was against the bills. It was last year. He had four picks and every other game, he looks pretty good. So I wonder if there's a little bit of tied into that as well. And then the other thing I was going to say is the bill's getting healthier on defense. You're like, great. That's awesome. Until yesterday when Vaughn Miller is out for the season. So you're like, well, the uh, counterbalance to whatever I, by the way, Panzer right Prince, I received texts. Like there was a death in the family. I received <laughs> texts like people like, Oh, Andrew, I'm so sorry. I'm Did so you see sorry. it Coming or like how, how no. are you feeling about it? You know what's funny? I didn't see it coming because Von Miller's own words. He had like a Twitch stream where he takes questions and stuff. I think he plays video games or something. And he he was saying like, I could be back if for the Jets game. He was saying this a week ago because oh, no. what they thought was that they couldn't, they couldn't take an inspection of the knee because it was too swollen. And then, so they take an inspection, they open him up and they go, Oh, his MCL is torn. And they do it while he's asleep. So he, he was so sure that he's like, ah, it could be fine. And you're like, nah, oh, that's too bad. So yeah. Uh, Von Miller out for the season. I feel bad for the guy, especially his age, too. That you're like, kind of like, uh Oh, this is going to be bad. So We'll see what happens. The defense can be very good without him. So I'm not, it's yeah. not like a death blow to the season. I think to be no. perfectly honest, and this might be controversial, Micah Hyde going out earlier in the season, that is almost a bigger deal for that defense and the way that they run their defense than Von Miller being even out. So yeah, yeah, both, both being, out's not good though, but yes. All right. So very Prince, where are you going to go with your safe pick of the week? Well, I'm going to kind of test on me, earlier. Excuse me. Sorry. Spicy what? pick of the week. I'm so sorry. It's a spicy. Oh pick. yeah. No worries. I want to be very clear. This is very spicy and I want to be clear. It's a spicy pick of the week.
3: But everything is safe and everything is spicy, yes. right?
0: <laughs> um,
3: I'm going to touch on what I just touched on, the fact that we're going to see a divisional game with two teams over 500, that the line is too big, and I'm going to go with the plus. I'm going to take the New York football Giants plus 7.5 against the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, yeah, I understand the Eagles are a much better team with the Gi- than the Giants, and the Giants seem like they're going in the wrong direction right now, and the right. Eagles seem like they're just you know continuing to ascend. The Eagles have not covered on the road since September. Mm. They are a different team on the road. They are still winning, but they are not winning, 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 blowing teams out. Uh, This is a divisional game. The Giants again. This is the Giants' season, in my opinion, on the line. Like they have a lot to play for here. I do not think they win this game, but seven and a half. I think it's going to be closer than a lot of people think. I think the Eagles have struggled to break away from their opponents on the road so I think we will see that as well the Giants defense I expect them to have a big game I don't think that the offense is going to be able to go toe-to-toe but I think they're going to keep Philly off the board as much as we as sorry less than what we thought
0: yeah so i right, no, the Giants okay. baby yeah I it, honestly I think that's pretty good they, this uh, team that's got everything to play for and you know as I said last week when I went against the Eagles, the Eagles have not looked as good since they've had their first loss, excuse me. Every game since then has kind of been like, ah, 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 except for last week where they kicked the shit out of, uh, uh, who did last week? The Titans, the time, but at home, but at home, but at home, yeah. yeah. And I think that's a big difference. I will say, the, my favorite bet on the board that I that I have sitting right there is the Giants not to make the playoffs. I love that one, and hopefully it counterbalances my Brian Dable to win Coach of the Year, which doesn't look like it's going to happen anymore. So, um I you know I agree with you. I think that I think it's another one where the hook is the really valuable thing. Seven points would be a big difference to seven and a half. And, and the, I think the Giants can keep it close, even though you just, the really big thing that no one's talking about, and everyone talks about Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley and oh, the offense is not that good. They're cornerbacks. They're like down to like fifth in the depth charting in Giants cornerbacks. Like they're playing players that huge fans, Giants fans can't even name. They're like, who's that guy? Uh, and that's a big difference, especially when you're going against Devontae Smith and AJ Brown. But you think that the offense can keep it close, especially because the Eagles have trouble stopping the run outside of last week. Uh, and Saquon Barkley can probably feast a little bit. So there you go. Seven and a half points. I like it.
3: Let's do it.
0: Let's do it. For my pick of the week, I'm going to Monday Night Football, which I almost never do, but I'm going to be taking the Patriots minus one at the Cardinals. Now, why is that? Well, gross. <laughs> it's super gross. I don't like it either, but I think this is like a buy low spot after last week. I, what, what do you want for me other than Bill Belichick with extra time to prepare in a coin flip matchup against Cliff Kingsbury? That's it. There you go. There's my argument there. Now, I will say, I, I will say, now that is my argument, but I really have hated recently when people are like, Bill Belichick will figure it out. They just go into every week going like, Bill Belichick will fi- oh yeah you're gonna bet against Bill Belichick and you're like heads up if I bet against Bill Belichick for last years I would be up a lot of money I, I yeah. Mean, so I just this argument is so dumb and I hate it like oh you're gonna bet against Bill Belichick well whatever the the opposite is though Cliff Kingsbury is on the other side Kyler Murray has won one of his last 10 home games one of his last damn home games and Kingsbury famously craters in the back half of the season he's 10 and 23 straight up from week eight on including a very ugly 12 and 19 against the spread with 39 percent right there and so do you want actual football reasons too sure I'll give you some football reasons the Patriot defense ranks third in DVOA the Cardinals offense ranks 29th Ooh, that's bad and this defense is the same ranking pass over six weeks during that stretch New England ranks uh, ninth overall in DVOA while the cards are second to last but let's be real you had me at Bill Belichick with extra time against Cliff I guess against Cliff Kingsbury so there you go that's my whole reasoning minus one
3: yeah you know what (laughs) you say um all those reasons which I completely agree with and yes um Arizona sucks at home. That being said, I can't do it. I cannot do it. <laughs> I will totally take the Cardinals in this game. I'm gonna take them on the money line. Uh I bet with my heart, Andrew. We know that. Uh it just the Patriots are not good this year. So no. I'm gonna jump on that as much as I can and try mm-hmm. to profit from that as much as I can. And I understand <laughs> the Cardinals are not good either, but no. uh you know It's my night football.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I will say the only counterbalance to my bet is that the uh, the counter argument, excuse me, is that the Patriots have real trouble with running quarterbacks. That has been a, a reoccurring trend over the last couple of years. Their defense is not set up very well to do it. That's why the Baltimore Ravens do so well. That's why the Buffalo Bills have done so well. And, and you know, if the only thing that we can say about this offense is they let Kyler Murray just do kind of whatever he wants and run around a little bit. And, you know, like if go- his hamstring so- holds up, though. Well, that's, that's a really good point. You know, he's not healthy and we know that. So, As I um, try to make my case
3: for the Cardinals.
0: I know, we're, we're hurting each other here. I will, the only other thing that I will do is Bill Belichick did his thing where every time he compliments a player, you're like, oh shit, they're going to double that guy. And he is all over DeAndre Hopkins. He's like, um, he's a of famer. He's one of the best of all time. You're like, uh, okay, so he's not, he's going to get two catches in this game. All right, fantastic. Yeah,
3: I see what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Well, there we go. So those are our picks, safe and spicy. Pans ready, Prince, thank you so much for coming on and hope you have fun losing money this weekend. Oh, anytime you take it easy. Bet
1: number two.
0: Our second guest coming on to make his lock of the week is the one, the only. Charlie Chalk. Charlie Chalk, how you doing?
2: Andrew, I'm doing great. We're getting down to the end of the schedule, and yeah. uh, we gotta keep this thing going. And uh anyways, I just to this should be a chalk bet, and I don't get it.
0: Okay, this what, your pick should be a chalk bet? Well, yes. It should be a it chalk It should back. be. It's
2: in your name. There's only one game this week that should be, is totally changed because of the quarterback, mm. and that is Baltimore, <laughs> who are now plus three against Pittsburgh. Yes. This would have been a Baltimore minus six. Oh, yeah. If Lamar was playing. It swung over seven points already, which is crazy. That makes no sense. Okay, why is that? Well, first of all, Jackson is not having a good year. He no, basically isn't. No. He he just hasn't he hasn't been the MVP. Right. But he yeah. you know, he gets them through. Um, of course, now we have Huntley coming in. Yeah, we've Tyler. Who Huntley. who has it's not his first game. He's nope. he's a he's a duplicate of Jackson in that he can run. Yes. He yes. probably is yes. a it's better passer. And why <laughs> okay. do we have a shift of six a touchdown, we'll even say. So yeah. I don't get yeah. it. Baltimore yeah. The two and a half, we're wow. playing Pittsburgh, five and seven. It seems like the Pittsburgh team only cares about Tallman not having a losing record. <laughs> but I'm going to find this is going to be not the right game for it. Um, there's just too conservative of a of a, of a plan for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nothing adds up here. Pickett at yeah. its best game, actually, from a rating point of view. Yeah, that still won't help. Um Baltimore is very good against the run.
0: Well, they are, and that's and that's where Pittsburgh has been taking strides too, is getting that running game sure. going, uh, which is so that's essential to right. this. Charlie, can I blow your mind? This is also my pick too. I'm taking the Ravens plus three. Uh, Andrew,
2: yeah, <laughs> I guess I screwed you up because I'm the chalk man, <laughs> and this didn't make sense, but it just came out. Oh, it's- you're listeners are going to be jumping all over this for sure.
0: <laughs> this is so shocking. This is not your kind of game. This is not your no. game to chase lines like this and go like, oh, okay, well, it swung too wily. We need to go the other way here. Also, you know, Baltimore, the way that they've been playing is definitely not a chalk bet. Um, but it, it's funny you say that just because Tyler Huntley, you're right, has been okay in, re- in, in, uh, in replacements of Lamar Jackson in the past. He is one in three and four starts. Well, that's not good, but he's also three and one against the spread. And all six games he's featured prominently in have finished within three points. And that includes a three-point loss to Pittsburgh in January. Plus, 11 of the last 14 of this rivalry in the last 14 games were one-score affairs anyway. So it's already setting wow. up to be within three points as it is, regardless of who's playing. And then on top of that, the Ravens' defense has just looked a ton better. They've improved a ton since adding, you know, Smith Smith And, and both de- defenses are lights better. Uh, than their offense, and especially with Jackson out. So keeping the score low helps us keep within the three
2: points. Absolutely. And you've got two excellent coaches. Yes, Um, very good. It's going to be a chess match. Um, Like Huntley last week, 27 out of 32 as walking into a game. Yeah. 85%. I mean, he doesn't throw it far. He doesn't make mistakes. No. you know, This is where your tight ends are going to be very big with Baltimore, and we know who they are, and, you know, between – Andrews is going to get a ton of balls. Yes, yes. They're not going to go deep. A little safety blame um, I just, likely, yeah. I just think that, um, that, that this game's going to be an under bet, but we don't talk about that. And um, Baltimore is going to win this game.
0: Ah, I love hearing They're this.
2: Just, you know, this is just um, a really surprising number.
0: Yeah. I'm going to sprinkle on a little bit on the money line as well. Absolutely. So there we go. Yeah. While we, we are both on Baltimore Ravens plus three. Uh, Charlie, do you have any other games you're going to be taking this week?
2: Well, there's a few yeah, – gosh, it's – yeah, that's
0: stressful. I, I mean, stressful. I,
2: we, can, we can get chalky and say <laughs> Dallas is going to beat Houston, and sure. they probably are. I, I think, though – Oh, I don't know. That's a lot of points, but whatever. Um, I know, I know, but Dallas doesn't care. They just do it, and yeah. Houston obviously doesn't have a coach, so it doesn't matter with them. Right. But I'm going to say the KC as my chalk bet at oh. minus nine over Denver. I there mean, they're go. a little pissed off right yeah. now. Uh, that they lost. Casey's got to win. they got to run the score up. They've got Buffalo right there with them. It's yeah. key yeah. to win the AFC. So I think um, Denver's just terrible, terrible, terrible. Terrible. And, terrible. And Kansas City, they're just going to run up the score. So I'm going to take as my second bet. Kansas City, minus nine. Ah, there we go. Right back into
0: form there with the chalk bet. Uh, Chalky, My My second bet that I'm not really going to be making, but I'm going to make a little sprinkle, a little pizza money on, is the Titans minus three and a half versus Jacksonville. Uh, What a strange story, firing the general manager mid-season like that, Uh, especially after he signed an extension in the offseason. But... It's it's hard to separate the idea that they play AJ Brown, uh, a player that the that John Robinson had traded from the Titans. They immediately right. play him. He has a great game, and they're like, "Well, we're gonna fire you." It's like, whoa. It's hard not to draw this line between these two things.
2: Yeah, there's got to be something to it, as you say, because oh. as as GM of Tennessee, he's got a winning record. He, yes. he you know he's only missed the playoffs once since he's been there. Um, and they're gonna uh, win yeah, the
0: division and, this year. They're gonna win the division uh, d- this year. Uh, uh,
2: there's a lot more to this story than oh, just a, a one bad trade, too. God, I and they're not going to get rid of their coach.
0: No, so, and de facto, he is now the general manager. Mike Vrabel is acting like the general manager well, now, and it's so funny too because you know, to make it AJ Brown again, Mike Vrabel says we're never trading AJ Brown, and a week later they traded him. So you can imagine yeah. whatever the hell that fight was in the office there. So
2: well, you uh, know who the owner sides with here. So that's absolutely. that's interesting, and um, yeah, absolutely. I do. I like I like Tennessee, anyways. Um, yep. Yep. I, I yet you know, as you say, they. They have to keep on winning Jacksonville's out of it. Um it's, Indy sucks, um, yeah. So you know, so yeah, that's uh, interesting. Very good. Well, um, there we go. You know, so how did we do last week? I forgot. You didn't tell me,
0: uh, Charlie. You went one and one last week.
2: God, I was, I was gonna. I thought you guys were gonna call me Charlie Choke for a while. <laughs> I thought Something was wrong here. I am expecting to go two and zero as I am this there week. There we go. It better happen. Yeah. And let's get rid of that choke. Tro- it's chalk well,
0: all the way. <laughs> you're still wildly up on the year. We'll give you an update next week. But until then, we hope you have fun losing money this weekend.
2: Andrew, same to you.
1: Bet number three.
0: And to wrap up this episode, bringing on his tease of the week is the one, the only, the Gambler. Gambler, how you doing? Not too
1: bad. It's a, it's a no-nonsense, mm-hmm. uh, oh. no-nonsense picks this week. That's, that's my, no nonsense. That's my mentality.
0: (laughs) So that's the argument is that in past weeks, you've been giving a lot of nonsense. A lot
1: of nonsense. Well, I mean, the record speaks for itself, right? With the the highest of (laughs) highs to the lowest of lows. So now it's just no bullshit straight (laughs) up. Here are the picks, take them or leave them.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. So gambler, give us your previously titled tease of the week. And now the newly titled, no BS, just facts, no silliness tease of the week.
1: We're, we're we're taking a grassroots approach. Three games, six points, plus one forty. Uh game number one. This one I, I I was at the top of my board. Bill Belichick on the road, off a bye, laying a point against easily the 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 most likely person to be fired in Kingsbury. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: Cliff Hingsbury, Yeah. facing
1: so you know traveling in Arizona. So I, I mean, like I said, Bill Belichick off a buy. Um, I, I just some numbers here that I think really spell this out. Uh, mm-hmm. After a loss, Bill Belichick is sixty five percent against the spread. Uh, against the NFC, he's sixty percent against the spread um, of spreads of three points or less. He's sixty five percent, and the, the kind of the cherry on the cake is as a Seven point favorite uh, or less after a loss, mm-hmm. he's
0: 79%. So, yeah, incredible. So I took this I took this earlier in the episode. So I, I am all for this. I am absolutely on Patriots minus one like crazy right now. So yeah, uh, yeah I, I can't fight you on this one at all.
1: So, you know, we're going to tease this up to Pats plus five. So there we go. You know. Love it. Uh, game number two. Yeah, game number two. What are you doing? Looking at a, at a division rivalry. Well, well, hasn't been a rivalry in a while, but uh, it used to be a rivalry at one point. Chiefs on the road against the Broncos. And I'm looking okay. at the line. So at the time of taping over under sitting at 44. And this to me is, is just I'm looking at trends here. Broncos under this right. season, 11 and 1. Unders Mm -hmm. for home underdogs are seven and two on the season and late season division unders are 30 20, sorry, 37 20 and three Yeah, when there's a home underdog of six points or more, which this qualifies because the Broncos are a nine and a half point home dog. So I am going to tease this up and I'm going to take, on the under 50 on the chiefs under 50 Broncos.
0: I think I saw this recently where it's like every game Denver has played, the under has come through except for one.
1: Yeah. They're loving and one on the season. Like it's, it's outrageous.
0: Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Just so consistent. You know what I mean? Like of all the things Denver, you can say about their season, they're consistent. They're consistent. For sure, because they're consistently bad. I, I just yeah, they're it not.
1: consistently inept <laughs> on offense. Just Yeah, it
0: just truly incredible. <laughs> so I love that under. Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. Casey's not going to score fifty on their own, especially because Denver's defense is really good. Yeah, they're at home. And I, exactly, yeah. I, I think
1: I think it'll be a low-scoring game with uh, with Casey edging it yeah. out. I, I think definitely, it's worth looking at uh, taking the points on the Broncos because Mahomes is is notoriously bad at at covering. So there's, there's something there to look at on the side, but no, I mean under 50, I think, I think I saw a stat that games, uh, Denver games are averaging something like 36 points or something like that. So this should give us a nice healthy margin.
0: Well, there we go. Okay. So this is your first two. Where's the third leg coming from?
1: So game number three, um, this one for me is more about the matchup. I'm, I don't have any fancy stats to razzle and dazzle the betters with. Uh, but it's okay. none other than the Browns getting six as they travel to face the Bengals. And I mean, for me, I just kind of, you know, broke this down into Watson came back and I think looked every bit as bad as we, most people expected him. I expected a guy who yeah. hasn't played football in whatever it's been, you know, two years or whatever the, yes. whatever the hell
0: 700 days. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. So, uh, and then you're looking at Cincinnati and you're like, oh shit, this is just the thing now where Joe Burrow and the Bengals decide we're just going to run, you know, run the run the board at the end of the season and we're going to go into the playoffs yeah. as one of the hottest teams. They've won four in a row. That offense is clicking. Burrow looks great. And, uh, yeah. you know, fuck the teaser rules. I'm going to tease this down uh, and I'm going to take, go. I'm going to basically tease this to Cincinnati as a pickup. And and I I mean I just look at this matchup. Absolutely, Cincinnati's a pick'em against the Browns at home. Oh
0: yeah. I I I I can't fight you on this one at all. I understand that like, you know, we saw it a couple of weeks ago where Cleveland beat Cincinnati, but like that might have been their that might have been their Super Bowl. I, I don't really see much in this. Cincinnati looks like an absolute buzzsaw right now. And all you need is Cincinnati to win. Love it.
1: So that's those are the three games, and you put it all together, you're okay. plus one forty.
0: Plus 140, there we go. Three-game six-point tease. Gambler, b- bringing it back down to the roots. No BS, no silliness. Serious facts. Serious tease of the week from a serious man. Okay, so my tease of the week is going to be a two-game six-point tease for minus 120 because that has been working well for me. I am not over my skis. I'm just staying in my boots and every other analogy you want to use. I am going to do this because I wanted to take the Miami Dolphins all week, and I couldn't figure out how to do this, but I'm going to take them, to, talking about breaking teasing rules here, I'm going to take them for all the way from minus three over to plus three. That's not something you're supposed Ooh, to do. Breaking break
1: the cardinal rule. Going across the zero plane. I, know. I, love it. I love it.
0: I know. Here's the thing. I hate the Chargers. <laughs> and every time I bet on the Chargers, they lose me money. So, you know, I'm very vindictive. And I want to punish them. And I think Miami is a little embarrassed after last week. I think this number, you know, it, it opened up at a minus one. And it got bet down crazy all the way to three. now we're seeing three and a halfs on the market, things like that. But it was purely based on injuries. Two is kind of hurt. Waddle's kind of hurt. The left tackle's kind of hurt. Oh my goodness. I don't, I don't know what they're going to really say about that. I think they're going to be fine. And I think the Chargers suck. The Chargers defense is so injured right now. It's bananas. So I'm going to be taking Miami Dolphins plus three. I think that I really like that. Here's where it gets a little weird. The second game, I'm going to be taking... To Houston, Texas. Oh, uh, good
1: for you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: say, no when I <laughs> say no more. Say no more. It's one of those ones that if I went up to the teller to buy this ticket, they're like, Do you even want me to print this? I'm like, No, you can rip it up and <laughs> just burn, burn my you. money Thank in you. front of me. <laughs> they're at a plus 17 and a half right now against the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas, well, in their home state. And uh, I'm going to move this all the way to plus 23 and a half. Now, this is purely the idea of going like, They can't beat anyone by 23 and a half, can they? Yes, we just saw it last Monday. I I know, I know. We just saw it last Monday against the Colts. Dallas absolutely routed them. But 23 and a half is a lot of points. We're we're seeing that uh, covers over 11 points isn't happening very often. It's happening at about 15% right now. So moving it all the way to plus 23 and a half should even give you better odds than that. Also, Dallas doesn't have much to play for anymore. They're going to be well into the wild card. Philly has really locked up that division. And uh, Houston is well on its way to another number one pick. So I'm just going to go with 23 and a half. Close my eyes don't even look at that television and just hope for the final score to make me happy. What do you think?
1: Yeah. I mean, it it goes back to something that I think we talked about early in the season, which is, you know, this is the NFL Mm. blowouts are not very common. And when you're talking about not even double digits, you're talking about over 20 points, Um, you know, and as as a bonus to you, uh, Matt Ryan doesn't play for the Houston Texans and can't just turn (laughs) into a pick machine. Like, I mean, that, oh you know, that game against the the Cowboys, the fact that they kept putting him out there, good for them. Like, just kind of doubling oh, down, saying, no. Ryan, you know, what was it, Jeff Saturday just said, Ryan, you're my guy. I'm going, yeah. going back to Ryan on this <laughs> yeah. one, so...
0: Yeah, you're gonna. I'm living and dying by you. And they're like down by 35 points. He's like, come on, let's go. Uh, let's get back out there, offense. So no, I mean, good for um, you. Yeah, you know,
1: I, what is it, 23 and a half? I think, what is it, 17 and a half is, if I'm not mistaken, the largest spread of the season so far.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. And I think actually comfortably too. I think we didn't even, I think we saw 16. So it's by a point and a half, which is actually kind of remarkable. Uh, yeah. So there we go. Those are my two game tees. Uh, not the prettiest one, you know, I'll give you that not the prettiest one, but here we are. And I'm just going to try and hope for my best. There. It's,
1: it's, it's a humble, it's a humble betters tease, <laughs> as you said, like, you know, very yeah. conservative, but yeah. if, if it's, if they're paying, you know, it's, you got to go with what works. So I I, I love Absolutely. the fact that you're playing this game. You know, it's again, it's the largest spread. So why not play it? It's fantastic. <laughs> and you're teasing it up, which is even better.
0: Oh, I know. Yeah. I thought about like the Dallas Cowboys money. Now, nah, I'm like, no, nah, it's not fun that way. Let's do it the Houston way. Well, gambler, I, I appreciate the rebranding on the tease of the week. I hope you nothing but seriousness and no silliness at all. And absolute real teases. And we hope you have fun losing money.
1: It's a no bullshit week. And, and I, I hope to be
0: back with uh, with a W next week. Recap. Okay, here's all the bets we made on this episode. I am going to be taking the New York Jets plus nine and a half. And I'm going to be taking a little sprinkle on the under 44 against Buffalo. I'm going to be taking the Patriots minus one and the Ravens plus three. My two game six point tease is a minus 120 with the Dolphins plus three and the Houston, Houston Texans plus 23 and a half. Oh my God. Plus 23 and a half. The Panzerati Prince, he took the Miami Dolphins minus three and a half and the Giants plus seven and a half. Charlie Chalk, he took Baltimore plus three and KC minus nine. The gambler went back to the roots with a very serious non-non-BS three game tease six points plus 140. He has New England plus seven. He has KC Denver under 50 and he has Cincinnati as a pick Got it? Good. What Jack Okay, like I was saying, we kind of had an okay week. Well, and by we, I mean I did. I went 3-2, which is fine. That's a win. I'm totally okay with that. The big loss of the week was the Tennessee Titans plus 5.5 and a little bit on the money line. Those are big two losses because the Philadelphia Eagles absolutely kicked the crap of the Tennessee Titans. It's just not even as close. The thing is, though, And what I should have been really hesitant about is it was myself and seemingly everybody had the Tennessee Titans, which is always a little bit scary, especially when you're talking about probably the best team in the NFC, not probably the best team in the NFC, absolutely the best team in the NFC with the Philadelphia Eagles. So once everybody was on that, we should have looked around and went, "Uh uh-oh, uh-oh, let's try and get out of that. Nope, we didn't. We lost on those two. But I easily won with the Detroit Lions, kind of the opposite of the Tennessee, because I stopped caring about this game in the the second half. I was, well, that's a win. Time to turn on something else. Yeah, that was easy, and we also had a little bit on the money line, plus 110. So those are two wins. And then the third win was uh, Washington at Giants, under 40 and a half. Now, that is one of the craziest games I've ever watched, especially for the 40 and a half, because that half has never played more important. They only scored, it was almost, it was 32, what are we looking at? No, 28, 28 and a half, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm going to lose. You know, I'm I'm well beyond, you know, 20 each half, 40 and a half, that makes sense, so we're going to go under. And then they go to overtime, and you're like, well... All we need is one point and I'm done. So I'd already marked it off as a loss because they already went into overtime, tied 20 to 20. And I was like, well, that's going to be a loss. Somebody's going to kick a field goal and I lose. Nope, they don't score a single another point and it's a tie and somehow I win. So God, that's, you know, all those bad beats, that's a bad win, but who cares? A win's a win at that point. The Panzerati Prince and Charlie Chalk both went one and one. And the theme for these guys is that the obvious picks lose and the spicy picks win. This is kind of what the Panzerati Prince was getting to earlier because he had Seattle minus seven and a half. Of course, Seattle should win, right? Against the Rams. The Rams suck. Nope. He lost that one. But he won with Cincinnati plus two over KC because of course, why not? Right? KC, only just the modern dynasty. That's totally fine. Where's Charlie Chalk? Same thing. Baltimore Ravens minus eight and a half over over the Broncos. They suck. They're terrible. Nope. Lost that one. Whatever, But he did win with San Francisco minus three and a half, and that was a pretty easy win. The gambler went 0-2 with his teases of the week, and what are you going to do? Teases of the week can be very unforgiving sometimes. Now, over at losing money WAB, we went 3-1. Pretty good. That's a plus two units. The only loss that we had was, that were a m- miraculous loss. We're recording this just after Thursday Night Football. That miraculous loss by the Los, uh, Las Vegas Raiders. They, <laughs> the Rams were punting to give up the game. They got well, we're not going to win. What are you going to do? And they're punting to give up the game. The Raiders go offside. And then they go, you know what? We should keep trying. And they come back to win the game. Truly incredible. The most incredible thing that I'm going to remember from that game is the Baker Mayfield thing. Obviously, he's never even practiced with this team. And uh, the PR guy at the end when they're doing handshakes has to show him where to go. Has to show him like, oh, our locker room's over there, by the way. And he's like, oh, okay, good to know. Thanks very much. What? How do the Raiders lose to that? Josh McDaniel, you suck. That whole Raiders team sucks. Just as they were getting some like goodwill. Just as people were like, hey, you know what? That team might make the playoffs. No, that team sucks. That's awful. So an awful loss, but we've been winning a lot in basketball. We won on Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football has been very good to us. I made a pick for it on this episode, so hopefully it continues to be very good for us. But that's really exciting. And that being said, I cannot wait to lose money on the NFL this weekend with all the picks we made in this episode with all our guests. Please subscribe to Losing Money with Andrew Baskum wherever you enjoy podcasts. And please give a subscribe and a like to at Losing Money WAB on either Twitter or Instagram wherever you decide to waste your time. We'll be back next Friday to lose more money on the NFL. Have fun losing money, and we'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose.
2: Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!